0: Hello everyone and welcome to Pop Rocks on Radio Free Brooklyn. The last artist that you just heard was a 16-year-old singer-songwriter named Emrose and we have her in the studio right now. Hi, Evan. Hey, thank you so much for being here tonight.
1: Of course, I'm so excited to be here.
0: We started with your beautiful song tonight and it's a lovely, lovely song.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Uh, When did you start playing music?
1: God, I mean, I guess I've always had a fascination for it. Even when I was like five, I would totally plagiarize songs and write my own lyrics for them. But I didn't start writing writing music until I was about 12 or 13.
0: But that's pretty recent-ish.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it it started out pretty fast, actually. When I wrote a pretty catchy song, my piano teacher was like, wow, that's really good. And I was like, really? Thank you. And people around me started to be like, my parents, for example, would be like, wow, good. You should do more of this. Yeah. And it really just snowballed into where I am now.
0: That's crazy because where you are now is amazing. And we talked before. I hope you don't care if I share this with no, the no. world. but I think it's really funny that you were saying that like, not a lot of your friends or people you go to school with know about your music.
1: Yeah, no. I can name like three people.
0: Um, That's crazy to me because it's so good and i feel like you'd want to share it with everyone but i guess at the same time it's something that's so personal and private absolutely that, that you kind of want it for just but but at the same time i i'm just meeting you and i feel like i know so, so much about you, Thank you. <laughs> just from your music and from talking to you before as well um but when did you start performing music
1: I'd say probably late fourteen, early fifteen. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: And I saw you performed at the bitter end, which is huge. Was that your first performance? Yeah. That was your was first, my first. Per- your first like solo. That's the first
1: solo, like with a real band and yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that was such a long time ago now that I think about it. Um and now I'm doing Rockwood.
0: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: It's it's crazy.
0: Rockwood's an awesome venue too. Oh, absolutely. And same with Bitter End. Uh, I saw so I saw a clip on YouTube of my Funny Valentine.
1: Mm.
0: So good. Thank you. Like, so good. And the fact that you're performing...
1: I was 14 when I did that.
0: 14 years old. Yeah. So people should look that up (laughs) (laughs) because it's really cool. Thank you. Um, What are some of your musical influences?
1: Last year, and I mean, still, obviously, I'm just, like, obsessing over a 90s, or like, early 2000s band Radiohead. Oh, yeah. I just think they revolutionized music so much, and I just can't get their sound out of my head. But more recently, I definitely like lo-fi pop, like Claro, some indie rock, like... I don't know, Lucy Dacus and people like that. I think they're just amazing.
0: Yeah, we have all the same favorite artists. I know,
1: it's crazy. <laughs> it
0: is crazy. Your
1: playlist is exactly what I listen to. Oh, it's so funny. I
0: mean, and we were talking before everyone and we were supposed to be at the same, well, not the exact same Claro show, but you got to see Claro like two weeks ago. and It was
1: amazing.
0: Ugh, and I... And sadly, did not see her. (laughs) But that's okay. Um, And then I read that you also had, like, really your other influences, even, like, before Radiohead or some of the classics, like The Beatles and uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. And it's cool because, you know, sometimes people's influences don't always directly correlate to, like, exactly what their music is. You know, sometimes they're different. But I think that it's interesting because I can hear the Frank Sinatra, like, influence in within all of your songs that you've put out so far like there's there is that like jazzy like feel to it that i think is really cool
1: i love i love jazz i love swing it's so fun
0: it is so fun
1: and i definitely like to incorporate different styles in my music i don't just want to sound the same Mm -hmm. because you can't really tell what kind of song you're going to write it just happens Mm -hmm. it's not where oh i'm going to write a pop song Mm -hmm. oh i'm going to write a rock song it's more of well, this is coming, this is what's happening, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I write. You can't just morph it into something. Maybe some people can, but for me, it doesn't really work like that. Yeah.
0: What is like your songwriting process like?
1: Usually I'm in math class, (laughs) and I'm extremely bored. Teacher's doing who knows what, and I just, usually I'm going through something awful, and then I just write down my feelings exactly, and it develops into lyrics. And then just this melody just kind of happens. And I just, when I write it down, then I'm like, this is the sound. I hum it to myself. The person behind me is like, what are you doing? And I just say, nothing. I'm doing algebra too. But in reality, I'm writing a song. And uh, it doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes I just go home, play the piano, come up with something. There's a song. But it usually takes like 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> wow, 15 minutes? <laughs>
1: I'd say so, yeah.
0: How long does it take for you to write tonight?
1: Tonight? I'd say 15 minutes.
0: That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: But there would be like a week of like tinkering around with lyrics and just, you know, obviously improv- not improvising, editing and revising. Yeah. And there would always be like a new part, a new chord in there. But the the bone of the song would definitely be done the first night i write it
0: wow that's really cool when did you start writing your own music
1: i'd say 13
0: did you ever like professionally record those songs that you first started
1: not professionally but you, but you of, recorded i recorded them yeah one of the first songs i released was actually when i wrote when i was 13 oh yeah yeah it was the collaboration oh. but it's kind of funny not maybe not 13 maybe like thir- late to 13 14 age but you know i definitely think that being younger doesn't make you seem less of an artist
0: no no definitely not but what you do also need is like support from your family how does your family feel about my
1: family have been so supportive it's amazing my dad drove me here yeah i mean it's, <laughs> yeah, it it's seems great. like a cool guy it's great yeah um my mom has also been just so so supportive in my entire musical journey she helped me get uh signed to this amazing um i wouldn't say label i don't kind of confusing what they are they're like a sync company they're mm-hmm. called secret road mm-hmm. who I'm working with now and I would have never been in that place without for my parents
0: that's just it's so amazing. cool is it difficult for you to go to school full time and pursue music and try to be a a, a regular teenager 16
1: year old 100% it's crazy I have a calculus test tomorrow and half of my head is like study the other half of my head is saying write a new song <laughs> And it's that combat of which one takes priority because juggling both is very hard. Because, you know, I want to go to the studio on a Thursday night. Mm -hmm. I want to go on Sunday and work on something. But at the same time, it's like, but it's your junior year, go to college. So it's that whole thing. I mean, I'd love to get up and move to California and just write music. But, you know, the world isn't that easy.
0: The world is not that easy, no. When you are writing your songs, where would you say your inspiration mostly comes from?
1: Boys and, and ex-friends.
0: Boys and ex-friends.
1: Yes. It's always about something. I don't really write from my imagination. I mean, it's from my imagination. Yeah. But it's not like a story I create, per se. It's more of something that's actually happened to me. Gotcha. And that makes it ever the more painful, I guess. But, um... I've had quite a few heartbreaks in my existence. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of my songs are about the same person. Uh, so <laughs> it's great to deal with that. Hope they're,
0: hope they're not listening. Or maybe hope they are.
1: That would be, that would be very interesting. because He has no idea what any of this is. <laughs> but who well, knows?
0: He probably will one day.
1: <laughs> I hope so. That would be awesome.
0: Um, so we started off with tonight, which is... Such a gorgeous song. Can you tell me a little bit about that song?
1: Feeling isolated at a party. And when you're just there alone, you don't know anybody around you. But then you see a person that you do know and like. And you don't want to look like you're feeling like you don't belong there. You want to look like you're having a good time. And you want to like talk to them and talk to their friends and just feel really energized, even though you're not feeling that way at all. And it definitely like develops into you're kind of turning into this other person throughout the night. That's kind of what I was thinking of when I wrote this song.
0: Wow. And it kind of takes you on that journey throughout the song too. Because the song pretty much is a journey, at least sonically, where it starts off kind of slower. And then it kind of builds and it has like this kind of really full effect to it. Uh, And then especially at the end when it has kind of like the more like jazzy. James Bond
1: vibe. My dad always said it sounds like... (laughs) Exactly like that,
0: like a James Bond intro song. Yeah, it totally does. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, because James Bond has it's just like dark, like yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But yeah, it's a it's a gorgeous song. Thank you. Um, My I think my favorite by you is actually Dangerous Eyes. It's I love that song. It is. Such a cool mix of sounds. Uh and then I guess it's like for at least your music, weighted more on like the pop side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say it's like a pop song, but it does kind of fit in the like indie pop like Claro vibe. I wrote
1: that when I was like early thirteen, early fourteen. What? A long time ago.
0: No way. Oh
1: yeah. I was in like seventh grade.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where did you write or uh, I guess not where? <laughs> I, I saw I saw online that you wrote that also in math In class? math class. That's oh a math class gosh. song. Yeah. It's a math class song.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that song. I can remember the exact moment I wrote the chorus. Like, the exact moment. What happened? He was sitting at a table with my friend, with other friends. And I was just alone at this other table. And he kept looking at me. And I he had, like, these, quote, unquote, dangerous eyes. And I really wanted to, like, talk to him. And so I just, you know, wrote a song in my notebook. As one does. But um, I... ah uh, he plagued my mind. That's kind of what a lot of my songs are about, of how you just can't let go of thinking about a person and how you really hope they feel the same way and how they're kind of captivating, especially in the chorus, like hold back that that dangerous tongue that fills the breath in my lungs. That really means like you keep saying awful things to me, but every time you say that, it brings me in more. Mm. Every time you exclude me and look at me a little bit across the table, it wants me to like talk to you more, and like you more, which is just which is fun.
0: Yeah, it's so fun. It's
1: very fun. <laughs> the beginning of the song and the end of the song mm-hmm. is Don't Take This Personal. And the guy that I wrote it about said, well, I really liked him at the time, and I said, hey, do you want to go to Starbucks? And he said, don't take this personally, but I hate you. And, you know, I took it personally.
0: I mean, as one should.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> that definitely contributed to that math class writing the song. But, oh. um yeah i he was not a not an amazing person, no, kind of a bad person now that I think about it
0: <laughs> yes seems seems that way as an outsider, oh yeah uh, <laughs> I, I would also probably agree with you, but you know he gave you he gave you some inspiration for a great song, oh, yeah. so at the end of the day, I have
1: payback too
0: yeah you, you won in that, oh, yeah, in that
1: if I ever get like pretty popular or whatever, not like in school, but in in real life like in
0: the world i wouldn't say
1: famous but you know just people know who i am Mm -hmm. my plan is to ask him to starbucks again and then tell him i wrote uh, my first songs about him and just be like look where i am now but here i am yeah (laughs) i think it'd be really funny (laughs) that'd be great (laughs) it's like a full circle moment right there
0: oh yeah yeah i mean i would obviously support that because i think that's cool (laughs) um okay so you have a brand new song It's officially coming out tomorrow. Yeah. But we have the world premiere tonight. Yes. I am so happy. I got to listen to it before and I love it. It is so it to me it sounds like the perfect little like it's like the sister of tonight. It's like (laughs) the nice like they like go together well. But at the same time, it's very different. It's
1: very different. Yeah.
0: When we were when you were saying before about how you don't think about like a genre when you're writing a song, I think it's very apparent in that song because there really is no like genre to it. Yeah. It kind of just has its own
1: It has like vibe. a Spanish bullfighter yes, vibe. Yes, it,
0: it it weirdly does. Yeah. It, it,
1: I did not write it that way. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did. I wrote it on the ukulele as a oh. lot of other young people do. Mm-hmm. And there's I don't think there's actually ukulele on the track, but when I play it live I do. Oh, and cool. I was so angry when I wrote this song. Like so unbelievably angry. So I was just going like I was strumming my hands like super like violently just being like, how could you do this to me? So the song was absolutely a reflection of that and how I guess my strumming pattern was just so like wild <laughs> that it turned into like a bullfighting moment. I got home one day just right as I got home and I was feeling kind of unsure in my relationship with this person. And I wanted to write a song that was like, the worst case scenario. At least that was going on in my head. I kind of already knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know what was going to happen with him. So I was just, I was, I was writing it and it was so angry to begin with. Like I was venting basically in the lyrics. I was like, I read all your messages. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're doing to me. Are you just using me? That's basically what the song is about. And then the next few weeks I made more songs that are, in the span of emotion. The last one is kind of just like moving on from it, even though I totally didn't move on from it. Um, so, yeah, I can't really hint at those. So these are not released yet. But, um, yeah. Soon
0: soon to soon, look out soon. for. Uh, you had another song that you put out called Westchester. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that song?
1: I knew a guy from Westchester. He was, he was a psychopath. I don't really mention that in the song, but he was. Which I think is... <laughs> The most hilarious thing in the world. I mean, not hilarious. Oh, God. I remember a year later, after I wrote the song, he walked up to me and was like, did you know that I took 60 empathy tests and I failed every single one of them? Oh. I said, oh, okay, great. Dodged a bullet. But, yep. um, yeah, uh, he wasn't, I wouldn't say boring. I'm not saying, I have a lot of friends from Westchester. They're great. But he was definitely on the more dull side, mm-hmm. like you live in Westchester and there's obviously some, like, disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You know, you don't like the noise. You don't like the city. You don't like coming here.
0: So you have people that listen to you, right? Like, you have fans. Oh, yeah. But they're just not people that you know. That I
1: know. <laughs> no, no. How,
0: how do you connect with fans?
1: I've gotten a few messages of them listening to some of my music and saying, oh, I can relate to this. I totally know how you felt. And then they just talk about like an ex-boyfriend that they had. Mm. And I just, I love that so much. I mean, obviously I feel terrible if they've been yeah. treated in this way. But I think that's so funny how people who are way older than me can relate to songs that I've written now totally. and even years before when there's like such a, a gap between the age. And obviously like they've probably had way more experiences than I have. <laughs> but it's it's really cool yeah
0: yeah that's really cool uh what do you feel like is the easiest way is like social media like the typical way that you communicate with people
1: i'd say actually the live shows
0: oh yeah that makes sense yeah. yeah yeah
1: no yeah talking to people after the show but yeah i've gotten a few of course social media messages yeah, yeah but um yeah the live shows definitely
0: yeah and that's probably where people can see can like see and like witness your emotion yeah, yeah. when you're singing and performing which is really cool.
1: I really do like performing live. It's kind of funny because I know so many people who have like stage fright. Yeah. And they don't like performing. Mm-hmm. But I just get such a rush from it. And I really like it. And My grandma's there just Aww. yelling to me to comb my hair. And it's a whole thing. And...
0: <laughs> once grandma's there. <laughs> oh, it's a yeah, good show. A once party. grandma's there. <laughs> it's a
1: party. She's going to be so happy that I shouted her out just now. Shout out to grandma. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's it's not it's not a good concert unless grandma's there (laughs) screaming at you.
1: You're not wrong. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's literally what she does. It's
0: perfect. (laughs) Um, so I know you said you can't tell me too much, but are you uh you have a bunch of songs already lined up, right? Or are you recording songs now? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah.
0: And is this for like? Do you imagine like a full length LP that you'll put out, or maybe an EP? EP. An EP. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: I mean, of course, I would love to release a full length album. With like a vinyl and the whole thing.
0: But right now, right his, now EP's great.
1: is great. Exactly. EP's are
0: great. EP's exactly. are more than great because it's such a good, like, it's like just a little taste into who yeah, you are, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So an EP will be released. Yes. Eventually. Eventually. And I will ask for no more details because <laughs> I'm sure you can't say any more details. What are some like current bands and singers you're listening to?
1: We mentioned Claro. Yeah. I just saw her. I think she's amazing. This is so good. I'm really loving Snail Mail. Mm -hmm. I think her EP is so good. Like every song. I rarely find an EP that I just, or an album that I just, every song is just perfect. Um, I'm really liking Lana Del Rey's new album. Yeah,
0: Lana. Yeah. It's so good. Everybody's
1: saying that, but oh my God, it's so good. so good. so good. Oh, what else? I mean, I'm trying to listen to, you may not. You probably know him, Joji. I don't know if, uh, if I'm pronouncing his name right. J-O-
0: is it J O J I? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think he's really talented. Yeah, I followed him on YouTube for uh-huh. a while, and I think it's kind of wild that he went from all this like outrageous comedy to becoming like a, a star of some yeah. sort. Yeah, and I think his music is very good.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about how that happens from like YouTube to whatever. I know, yeah, or like like I remember. Maybe I'm outdating myself. I don't know. When I was in college, like, Vine was a big thing. I don't oh, know if yeah. you use Vine. Oh. Um,
1: yes. Everybody was using I mean, Vine around me. I, I look, still look at, like, old Vines. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still do, too. Vine compilation. Yeah,
0: Vine I was, like, obsessed with. And I remember seeing, like, Shawn Mendes. This is, like, very yes. baby Shawn Mendes, just, like, yeah. on his guitar. And I just remember being like, man, he's so good. And I think I followed him or whatever. And it was kind of weird to see, like, the just kind of growth in that. To Even be like, Justin oh, Bieber. yeah. He was YouTube also. On YouTube, yeah. it's Crazy to think about. I know. Anyone else that you'd recommend?
1: I really like Lord a oh, lot. Yeah. I've been visiting. I know she's going to release an album soon.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I heard, like an I heard like me, uh like a something, but is did she say something about it? She was it?
1: going to, I think, this or next oh, month. Oh yeah. Then her dog died.
0: Yes, that's where I read it, and I was like, oh.
1: I felt really bad. I was like, oh, I, I know. I know how it feels to have a pet lose, like, you, um, ugh. for a pet to leave you, but. Ugh. Ah, oh God! Yeah, releasing really an album right when that sadness happens does not seem like. No, no. I'm happy that she took time for herself. Totally. As much as I appreciate her, I do want to hear more from you. So I know. I like love, selfishly. Come on. I know.
0: <laughs> I love her so much. Um, which is actually funny because I have a game for you. Ooh. Yep sprung it on you oh my god it's called this or that and the reason why i'm starting now is because it starts off with lord um so this or that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i have a list here of some singers musicians that you have said in other interviews that have been that are influences for you awesome and that we talked about tonight so i'm gonna name you from each one just two different songs from that artist and you are you just pick whichever one's your favorite and oh God, it's kinda hard. It's going
1: to be so hard. It is
0: pretty hard. It's gonna be so hard. But it's okay because okay. you know, it's okay. <laughs>
1: I'll try to be decisive. <laughs>
0: no, I mean that's okay if you're not, it doesn't matter. It's it's still fun to talk about. Yeah, totally. All right, so from Lord's Melodrama mm. Homemade Dynamite or Perfect Places.
1: You can't do this to me.
0: I know. I know. Can't do this to me. I know.
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I might have to give it to perfect places.
0: Yeah. Perfect places. As much as
1: I love homemade dynamite. Mm-hmm. When I first heard the album, Perfect Places was a song that stuck out to me the most. So I saw her live too. I've never seen She Lord touched live. my hand. Wow. And I just was, I was ecstatic. I loved it. I loved every second of it.
0: I would love to see her live. She was
1: amazing.
0: Because she definitely puts on like a show. A show. show yeah. She
1: had like a moving like she had elevator box, right? box yeah. thing. It was crazy. Crazy. And it's like
0: clear. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah, really cool. It's amazing. I'm just Solid I just watch feeling. videos of people and just be sad that I'm not there. <laughs> um yeah, I'd pick perfect places too. Especially just because the part where she's like right before the first course was like I know. That's just like she's
1: such good production. <laughs> I know. I'm so that's jealous. Jack I love myself. Me I mean, Jack I love my production, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wow, she's she's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's great. Uh okay, so from her first album, Roy- I went with the singles. Royals or Team? Oh, I know.
1: I could be basic and choose Royals, but I think I'm going to choose Team.
0: I would choose Team as well now.
1: I think Team is a really great song. I mean, Royals, when I first heard it, it was like so revolutionary. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was so overplayed.
0: I know. How sad.
1: Yeah. I hate when that happens.
0: I feel the same because I when I was like writing the list, I was like, Royals. And I'm like, well... Royals is like, no big deal. And I was like, wait, but it, it definitely was. was.
1: It was. <laughs> yeah. I Now, whenever I ask anybody, oh, do you like Lore? They're like, oh, yeah, I like Royals.
0: You're like, Oh, that, like, that doesn't count.
1: Oh like-, <laughs> oh, like, oh, you like Radiohead. Oh, you like Creep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, still, still great songs.
0: Yep. Still a great song. But
1: it's not like the, the artist. Yeah, you
0: know, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I went with all these singles because I wasn't sure your deep cuts love. But I can cuts. do deep cuts for some uh okay lord's also first album tennis court or ribs
1: tennis court i love that song it's all on my playlist i love that song so good i love that song i remember like being at like a little get together and i heard that song and i just had to write it down and just listen to it a million times i love that song i mean ribs is also ribs
0: ribs. is my favorite one of my favorite lord songs yeah it's kind of weirdly like always my like it's a
1: good song, it's like my but hidden it pleasure. didn't stick out to me as much as tennis court
0: did. I feel like ribs to me now, like of Lord's discography. Ribs sounds like the prelude to like her to melodrama, absolutely, because it has just like that dum dum dum, yeah, that yeah. kind of like where the rest of the album didn't really. Uh, so I don't know. I've always loved ribs. <laughs> uh, all right, Billie Eilish. Are you a Billie Eilish fan? I never asked. Semi. Okay, should I should, maybe should I not do Billie no, Eilish?
1: No, 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 okay. I, I I listen to her music. Yeah, okay. I know.
0: Cool. Um, so Billie Eilish, Bad Guy or Bury a Friend? Bury a Friend. I like Bury a Friend too. Um, I think I might pick Bad Guy though. Really? But again, that's becoming overplayed too.
1: I, When I first heard Bad Guy, I really liked it. But then I heard it 500 million times. Yeah,
0: hey, that's fine. I know. Come on.
1: And I'm not denying the song is great. But when I first heard Bury a Friend, I was like, whoa, she's doing something so different and creepy. A lot of people actually don't really like her anymore because she's kind of going creepy. Yeah,
0: she got creepy. But, but it's I good. like the creep. Yeah, yeah. I do, it's too. It's different. I do, it's too. It's
1: cool. I like the creepy. But, yeah, I think my favorite um song on that album is actually um When the Party's Over.
0: Oh, I love that song. I was when just about to ask you, Ocean Eyes or When the Party's Over? When the Party's Over, over 100%. Yeah. It's oh, such a God. gorgeous song.
1: I I totally resonate with that song. So, yeah, I'd say it's actually my favorite Billie Eilish song. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's great. It's just sad. <laughs> sad sad moment. I don't have
1: a problem with that yeah, I think yeah. that if if that's the inspiration you get then why not yeah why not
0: totally yeah I mean I I love her sad weirdness I think, I think her it's new single is so cool.
1: actually pretty good too
0: everything I wanted yeah everything I wanted that one is really cool it's cool it sounds different than her than her yeah. other music I think she's
1: gonna put on like a new like mood I guess I think so too you know
0: and not I'm ditching
1: creepy but moving on to like a Different vibe, which I think is cool.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, all right. So I have some Frank Sinatra ones, Ooh. but they are like pretty basic. Um, so I come
1: fly with me. Yeah. For, um,
0: I did Fly Me to the Moon. Yes. Or course. New York, New York.
1: I want to give it to New York, New York. Yeah. I have a snow globe that was broken. <laughs> and so I wrote a bit of a song called Broken Snow Globes, and it played that song. And I've had it for like ever. And um, yeah, that was the song that was on it. So I've always when I didn't actually know the song New York, New York, I plagiarized it completely (laughs) and I just wrote my own lyrics over it with its own like different melody. And I still like remember it today. But I love the song New York, New York. Whenever I would take a flight and I would land back in New York City, I would play that song when it was like descending. because It's just such a good welcome back. It's so good. It's a great song. It's Fly Me to the Moon, though, is a great
0: song. I know. It's, it's, It's 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 a classic. I mean, like all these, it's like kind of funny. It's like this great song or Or this this equally um, great song. It's kind of just like pick which one means more to you. Uh, All right. So I have Frank Sinatra, two Christmas songs. We're talking about Christmas. Uh, Let it snow. Let it snow. Let snow. Mm -hmm. Or I'll be home for Christmas. I'll
1: be home for Christmas.
0: I think so, too. Even though Let It Snow is a classic Frank Sinatra song. But I'll be home for Christmas is gorgeous
1: I love sad Christmas songs I know that's like the most ironic thing because no, Christmas cool. is all about like feeling happy but um, at my live show I'm going to sing have yourself a merry little Christmas which in my opinion is like my favorite Christmas song I just think it's so beautiful Yeah. even though it's it's a, it's very melancholy but mm-hmm. at the same time it's also hopeful which I think is you know the Christmas spirit is feeling hopeful so it, it does tie into it but um, yeah I, I really like I'll be home for Christmas
0: yeah that's a good one Uh, All right, Elton John.
1: I love Elton
0: John. I've read that you love Elton John. I I should have done. I I can ask more Elton John questions. (laughs) I did. I picked literally two, two basic, like just the most basic Elton John songs, uh, Rocket Man or Tiny Dancer.
1: Rocket Man.
0: Really, Rocket Man. I mean, I say really like I'm surprised, but that would be my top choice. (laughs) Rocket Man.
1: I love that song. I love that song.
0: What about Rocket Man or your song? Because that would be. That's probably a better. (sighs) Oh God. I know. Okay. Good luck to you.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I might actually give it to rock a Man. Really? Yeah, I've always loved that song. I think the production, where when he talks about being on space, mm-hmm. when it has like such cool, like I really like this song because it really creates like an image in my head. I have a whole playlist called Space Songs.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
1: it was inspired by um the Beach House song Space Song, where it's that whole like you know like you feel like you're in outer space
0: yeah yeah i should listen to that playlist because i love that type i mean that's like bowie like i love oh yeah oh my
1: god bowie is on that like yeah so many songs (laughs) but yeah i man i love rocket man I think it's a great song and a great movie. My favorite Elton John song would actually be either "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" or "Benny and the
0: Jets." Oh yeah! All right, I have two more Radiohead ones for oh, you, God, no. but they are they're like pretty basic. Okay, they're okay. pretty basic. I didn't I didn't delve too deep. Again, I wasn't sure like the depth. Oh here. man!
1: Oh man! <laughs> you don't even know.
0: So I've just I went with I I went with basic. Still hard though because no, totally. still uh so creep or Karma Police.
1: Karma Police. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I think OK Computer is a fantastic album, so if good. not my favorite album of all time.
0: Ooh, well, maybe not.
1: Time. I'd say In Rainbows or OK Computer would be the two tied right there. I mean, I guess my, my music taste is always shifting, but those are the two albums that have just always been there in a way. The past like three years, it's always been like that. And it's I'm so unhappy. My dad saw Radiohead right before I got into them, oh like my right before gosh. I was like obsessed with them, like literally the the like three days before.
0: No way. Yeah.
1: So I will never, I will never forget.
0: That's so sad. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean, I think "Carmel Place" is a great song.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely a good song. Um, "High and Dry" or "No Surprises." No surprises. Yeah.
1: I think that uh. Da, 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 da. Wow, uh, I sound terrible. But um <laughs> that uh guitar uh part I just think is so fun. And the music video is also cool. I know it's weird to say, but how I got into the song was actually the music video. If you don't know, it's him just holding his breath in a tank of water. And it's very it shows the song very well of how it's kind of like suffocating in a
0: way. Wow. I yeah. actually don't know if I've seen the music video. I'm a little embarrassed because I'm a music video guy. Like love music videos. Oh yeah, so.
1: yeah. They have a few pretty I'll have weird to check ones. It out.
0: I mean, they're weird in a great way. Yeah, exactly. But I want to thank you so much for coming on, meeting with me, and playing your music for everyone. Uh, Just want to remind everyone you'll be at Rockwood Music Hall on December 18th, stage three, full band, 7 p.m. 21 plus, which is funny to me. I
1: know, right? Because you're not 21. <laughs> even if I did invite my friends, they wouldn't even they be couldn't able even to come. come. <laughs> exactly.
0: So why didn't I tell you? You couldn't come. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. Uh, the podcast will be up pretty soon. Awesome. And yeah. Thank you again.
1: Thank you so much.